Today on The Breakdown, it's day two of the PokerStars Caribbean Adventure from 2018, and very good player Jonathan Jaffe is in the hand, along with another guy named Russell Carson. <laughs> they are in a, they play a pretty interesting hand, and Jaffe is in a tough spot and has to make a very curious decision, which he makes on the river. And we're going to take it all apart right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Russell Carson might be a very good player also. He might be. I he, just don't know. He had a 400K score yes. uh, getting second in an EPT. You're going to fill in, in the rest of that sentence or in, not? In 2010. Yeah. So it's been a while. It's but been a while, but that doesn't mean he's not a very good player. Yeah, he, he could be a very good be. player for sure. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But what I do know is uh, Jonathan Jaffe is a very good player. Yes, we have a lot of evidence from watching him play and from his results to see that. Yeah, I have lots, lots of evidence all over the place. Not to be confused with Jared Jaffe, who is also a very good player. Yes, different guy. A very different guy. Jared Jaffe is like 6'6", six, six, big guy. Yeah. Jonathan Jaffe is like 5'7", very wiry. How many Jonathan Jaffe's would go into it? One Jared Jaffe. <laughs> Two and a half, I think. <laughs> Maybe more. Yeah. Maybe more. Um, Jonathan Jaffe, I... I I've brought this up before when we did Jonathan Jeffy stuff, yes. but I have to talk about I, it. I, I just have to. I'm anticipating it. It's Go the ahead. best. It's one of the best things that a poker player has ever done good. in the media. Like three years ago, he was one of the more heavily featured players on the World Series of Poker coverage on ESPN. At least for one or two. So they asked episodes. for like some backstory or something interesting about him. And he told them that poker was his job, but his passion was training dolphins. And he had a, a, his friend Photoshop, who's a very good Photoshopper, a lot of him hanging out with dolphins. And he had like an emotional interview about how much he loves dolphins and showed all these pictures of him with dolphins with all like the piano music that ESPN added to yeah. it and stuff. And it was all just a lie. <laughs> he like probably has never touched a dolphin. <laughs> and it's just a thing that he decided to do. It's I thought a, that was great. It's pretty funny. It's pretty great. It's interesting because ESPN will never put him on again, right? Right. Like, like, he has to understand there's a cost to that. Like, he won't be on a feature table unless he makes, like, the final table of the main event right. or something. They're just going to always avoid him if they can. Yeah. But it is pretty amazing. I, I respect it quite Me a bit. Me too. It's Me too. It's a great too. move. Yeah. It's a great move. Uh, and he makes a lot of great poker moves too, Jonathan. Well, that's pretty well said, Grant. Yeah. Although, I'm going to tell you, he's not going to be the guy driving the action in this hand, which he often is because he's a very aggressive player. Mm-hmm. Um, and this hand, by the way, was suggested by, and you know it's a good one because Brian with a Y suggested it. Yeah, it makes it automatically good. Also, Breck Shutton, who oh. I've never heard of you before, Breck Shutton, but you have a good record. You suggested a Brian with the Y hand. Could you say his name one more time? Breck Shutton. I like how you say both of those. You say Breck one way and Shutton another. It's How would you say it? I was Breck Shutton. Breck like it's a normal right, name. Like Breck Shutton. Breck Shutton instead of Breck Shutton. You sound like like you're teaching someone to enunciate their words. It's just a slightly unusual name. It's hard to, like, I want to make sure I say it correctly. Well, I'm sure you're not. It also might be Shutton. I don't know. Yeah, could be. But so saying it Shutton will make sure that no one will be upset. Instead Breek. of Breek. I hope it is. Is he from South Africa? <laughs> you might be from South Africa. Welcome to South Africa. I'm Breek Shutton, and I'll be a host today. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's I really pretty good. that, actually. I feel like that was pretty good, although <laughs> I'm sure if any South Africans are listening, they would be like, that was actually really bad. Okay, quick story time, and then we'll get into the hand. So I was playing at Bellagio a few years ago. I was playing cash, and... Uh, there was a guy sitting next to me who actually was from South Africa. And I said, oh, I was so delighted. I'm like, let me do my South African accent for you. And I did it just the way I was. I'm from South Africa, you know? And he was not happy with it at all. He was <laughs> like, say South. I said, South. He said, say Africa. 
I said Africa. He's like, say, say South Africa. I said South Africa. He's like, that's how we say it. And I was like, but I've seen it in so many movies. Not like that, man, but okay. He was, he was a, little, a little surly about that, but he was a nice guy, but a little surly. Okay. I'm pretty sure he was wrong, too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. How could, he, how could he be right when you, Jonathan Levy, who has never been to South Africa... Have I ever met anyone else from South Africa who talks like these? Yes, of course I have. That was pretty good, too, actually. I don't know. Maybe it was. I can't tell. It was at least maybe good. I'm looking at it through an American scope, and I yeah, don't know that's all we that have. much about South Africa. That's all. But you've seen the movies. I've anyway. seen a couple movies. Yeah. yeah. I saw uh, Batman Begins. With many South African actors. Yeah. It also takes place, of course, in Johannesburg. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it begins in Johannesburg. Yeah. Because I think the subtitle, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, let's get to the hand. Please. <laughs> Please. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, don't apologize. Okay. That just makes you look weak. <laughs> you just look like a weak man. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't matter what I do. I look weak. That's true. All right. So it's 600, 1200 on day two of the PCA. So we're okay. not near the money, really. I think the money happens on day three, probably. We're definitely not near the money. Yeah. Not near anything major. Just playing some poker here. Yep. Uh, 600, 1200. And the button is Jonathan Jaffe. Folds to him. He's got 100 bigs. 122K. Cool. And uh, he opens to 3K with Queen of Diamonds, 10 of Clubs. Sounds good. You don't have a problem with that? <laughs> no, I do not. Okay, neither do I. All right. Folds to Russell Carson in the big blind, who's got 87K in front of him. So he's got a healthy stack as well. Yeah. What does a PCA start with? 30K? Something um, like that? I'm not, I don't know. Why don't you know? Because I don't know. I thought you were professional. Yeah. But I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, 87K for Carson, and he three bets with 4-5 offsuit. So what do you think about this? He's going to three bet to 11,500 over the 3K open. I'm not a super big fan of this play. I got to tell you I, at first glance anyway, and here's my reasons why. All right. Number one, when called, this is not a very good equity hand as opposed to four or five of diamonds, four or six of diamonds, something suited, something like that, something that has a little bit more playability post-flop. That's number one. Number two, I don't like that we're going to be out of position. I'd much rather make this play with a lower equity hand if we're up, if we're three betting the small blind opening rather than the button opening. Number three, Jonathan Jaffe's deep and good. It's going to be harder to outplay him than a lot of other guys on the button if he doesn't fold right now. These are all my reasons that come to mind. I uh, mostly agree with everything you said. I think the biggest thing for me here is player selection. And Jonathan Jaffe is a very aggressive player, so he's probably been opening Carson's blind all day long. I'm sure he has. And that's probably gotten to Carson, but that shouldn't matter. Like, don't three bet Jonathan freaking Jaffe when he's going to call you a lot and he's better than you. Maybe Carson doesn't believe that Jaffe's better than him. I mean, look, it's okay to three bet him, but can we three bet him with diff- with a different range than the range that doesn't include four or five off? Can we at least have a blocker in our hand? Can we have some or something that flops? Well, or how about when we're in position against him? Let's choose those. Times well, we're try- he's trying to say stay off my blind. Yeah. Button, man, button man. But how about we have ace four off and we three bet then? I mean, I'd much rather do that. Him three betting Jaffe is not going to stop Jaffe from opening the same range on the button. That's probably true. Jaffe may slow down a little bit depending on how much he's going but if russell carson's got four or five off in him as a three bet once in a while then it means he's got some other three bets in him too right so i agree with you i I, also think think this is a bad play i also i'm going to take a bit of an opposite stance what what your first point was you want a a better more playable hand i think when called yeah yeah well i'm saying i think four or five off is playable enough just to flat out of the big blind Mm. we don't have to inflate the pot against the best player at the table Right. Uh, like maybe we take four nine off and, and three bet that sometimes, or maybe ace deuce off something that doesn't have an incredible like 
play out of position post flop thing going on. Well, why do you think Ace Deuce plays worse out of position post flop than four five off? You you're getting a lot of bad reverse implied odd situations, especially button versus big blind. You're just not going to believe my ace high boards all the time. Yeah, that's true. But against Jonathan Jaffe, that's probably good, right? Probably, but I'd rather have four five. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think I agree, but let's not get into that's that's such a small part of this. We can argue about that some other time. Yeah, um, I'd rather have ace high for sure. Also, I think his three bet. Needs to be a bit bigger. How Jeff, much does he make? Jeffy it? made it 3K. He made it 11.5, which is it's, right. it's pretty sizable, but you're it not going to fold out enough of Jaffe's range with five high here. How much, how much does Carson start the hand with? 87K. Okay, so Jaffe can sit there and be like, I can win a lot of chips with, so he can yeah. go with a, with a pretty wide range here. The question is, is Jaffe folding hands like king eight off? Is he folding king nine off here? Yeah, I think like he that? probably is. If he's folding king nine off, then maybe maybe we're printing money by raising. Maybe. Honestly, we might be. We might just be automatically, you know, we're, we're past break even if he's folding king nine off. Yeah, he probably is folding it too, actually, right? They're just like, eh, I can do a little better. Well, he's not folding queen 10 off, I'll tell you that much, because he right. calls. I wouldn't, assume, I wouldn't expect him to fold king 10 off. Yeah, right. So... People out there might be asking, Jonathan, what are you talking about? King nine is a better hand than queen 10. Um, they might, but that would be ridiculous, Grant. Uh, queen 10 just plays a million times better. We can make, we make a lot more straights with it. Um, it's, just, it's just a better hand. We're, we're dominated a whole lot less often as well. Okay. You, anything, anything you want to add to that? Nope. Okay. That's, that's about enough. Um, we could consider folding it, though, honestly. Queen 10? Yeah. yeah. We could. Suited, we could not consider folding. Right. I think off we could consider it. I think we could, but I think if this kid's got any three bets, any light three bets in him at all, Which we're deep cl- enough. Clearly and we're he Jonathan, does. And we're Jonathan Jaffe. We're like, I can just play him post-flop a lot anyway. It's fine. Yeah. You know? So Jaffe calls, and now this is the situation you really don't want as right. Russell Carson. You have 4-5 offsuit against a very aggressive, very good player. You're never going to know when he hasn't and when he doesn't post-flop. I mean, he's, he's going to be good. I think it's still okay. We're still in a spot where like, okay, I guess we're just going to have to C-bet a lot of flops. And then when he doesn't fold, I really, really hate my life. But, you know, a lot of times it works out fine from this point, right? We're just going to C-bet a lot. Yeah. That's it, the plan. It, it could work out <laughs> on certain boards at least. Yeah. Um, all right. So the pot is now 25,200. We have four or five offsuit for Carson and Jaffe has queen 10, queen of diamonds, 10 of clubs. Yeah. Um, the flop is king of clubs, 10 of diamonds, 10 of spades. So Jaffe flops trips. Yep. I'm That's... really excited to talk about this flop play from everybody. I got to tell you. Okay. Well, it goes check, check. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about the first check. Carson's check. Okay. So do you think it's a good check, a bad check, medium check? Okay. So the first question I want to ask myself is, okay, there's two ways to look at this. One is what is Carson doing? What's his intention with this check? Okay. And the second thing is just what's optimal. All right. right. Those are two different questions. Let's start with what's optimal and then go to what what's Carson's doing. Optimal wise, I think we're supposed to bet this King 10-10, especially when we have five high. Like the King's the King is pretty good for our range, right? The 10 is reasonable for our range. The King, yeah. you're, you're afraid we're just going to check all Kings here. If we have Ace-King, we're going to check. Is that what yeah. you're making the I'm face th- on? Yeah, I'm thinking that. I'm also thinking Jaffe has a lot more 10s in his range. He does. He definitely has more 10s than we do. Um, we have more Kings. He has more 10s. He has a lot of air, though. Do we have more Kings? I really I, think we do. You don't think so? No. 
Well, here's the question. It depends on how we're three betting. Are we three betting a depolarized range or a polarized range? If it's depolarized, then it means we can three bet things like king queen. Yeah, king, I'm gonna Jack. guess no. I'm just gonna guess no on. Yeah, that. you're probably right. So now we just have ace king, and that's it. And king king. Yeah. Then that's not very good. You're yeah. right. Then then we don't have very much. You're right. Jaffe has more kings and more tens. Yeah. Well, then we should check. Yep. Or we could bet and hope he folds. <laughs> There's that. But I think as a range yeah. versus range thing, this is clearly an advantage for Jaffe. Because yeah. Jaffe has like king nine suited, king eight suited maybe even in his range. I think he does. And he clearly has king jack off plus. Yeah. So. And he has a bunch of tens. Yeah. Too. He has eight ten suited, seven ten suited, maybe six ten suited. Maybe nine ten off. Yeah. I think he probably has nine ten off. Jack ten, queen ten off, obviously. Yeah. Ace ten off, clearly. Not, yeah. All the things. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Yeah, I agree. You're right. Yeah. Turned it around on you, Levy. All right, so that's part one. So optimally, we're supposed to check. Yeah, which sucks, but okay. We're just so. So the question is: Is this a check to give up? Which I guess it probably is, based on us, us sort of doing this very quickly. I think we're gonna check fold probably just because Jaffe does have those hands in his range. Yeah, I mean, we could check raise, but that seems insane. It does. It seems really, really insane. Now, of course, Carson needs to be checking his ace-10 suited and his king-king and his ace-ace on this board if he's going to check his five-high. I mean, honestly, yeah. If he's checking five-high, I assume he's checking everything. And I think he... uh, Let's assume he is. Yeah, no, I I am. No, honestly, it takes, like, pretty deep range analysis to decide to check five-high after you three-bet on a king-10-10 board heads-up because it's like, I'm really just going to give up when that board's... I mean, really? Yeah. Well, you can start... This is why people have started depolarizing their three betting ranges right. in some scenarios because then you can rep this board more easily if you have jack-10 suited in your range here, if you have king-queen off in your range here. It really becomes much... It comes really helpful to have ace-10, king-10, king-queen, king-jack. Right, but it's going to take a couple years before people actually start reacting to that properly the way you want them to because it's not yet ubiquitous and the player has to know you really well and know that's true about you and mm-hmm. be capable of understanding that for you to even take advantage of that. Right. I think I think it goes more the other way. Like when you're if you're playing a depolarized range, then you can bet your five highs because, you know, you're betting all your other stuff and it's fine. Um, But right now, if you're if you're just three betting a polarized range where you've got like ace king plus basically, uh, you know, no, no, maybe ace queen, but whatever on this board, like ace king is sort of the worst good hand you're going to have. No, I guess. I mean, you can have jacks. Don't get me wrong. But um, but you check those. Uh, Then like you just don't have enough value to be able to bet. Right. So then you can't really bet any bluffs or there's almost no bluffs you can bet. Right. So we think this is an optimal line for Carson yeah. based on yeah. the board and the situation. Assuming polarized three yeah. betting ranges. Yes. So that's pretty cool. It's well, well thought out by yep. Carson. And then I guess he probably is just check giving up because it seems right. hard to imagine he's going to go for a check race. Yeah. I mean, I think just because you take an aggressive action with a bad hand preflop doesn't mean you have to try to win the hand postflop if yeah. the situation doesn't work out well. Yeah. Like you can give up. Right. As I like to say, giving up is underrated. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what's happening. Carson's going to give up. Right. And Jeff, and it's a good time to give up because Jonathan Jaffe's got a monster. He does. He's yep. got a monster. Which accent is that? Not sure. I think that's British. He's got a monster. Yeah, it's British. Yeah. It's a monster. I'm sure British people are very happy to hear you do You're a welcome. Accent. Yeah. All people from Britain. And if you are from Britain and you don't talk the way Jonathan was just talking, you're the one who's doing it wrong. Yeah. Not him. He got a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Also for South Africans. Yeah. He's, what we Jonathan's said. accent comes almost entirely from Guy Ritchie movies, I think. That's, <laughs> that's what he's got. It's really just Jason Statham. Oh, okay. Yeah. The mechanic also then? All, all. Also the transporter? Yeah. Those yeah. are good. Those are very distinctive in different movies. Yeah, they're very different. Just saying. Jason Statham shooting and punching people. Yeah, but he punches different people and shoots different people. 
All right. And sometimes for different reasons. Okay. Let's talk about Jaffe's check now. Let's do it. Because if we're playing range versus range optimal poker, we're supposed to bet, right? If we come to the same conclusions that we did when talking about Carson's check. Yes. We are absolutely supposed to bet. And by the way, when Carson checks and he doesn't have his air, he's usually going to have reasonable showdownable value that's not going to fold when we bet. Right. Like jacks, queens, ace kings. Ace king. I mean, wow. We kind of love this spot. Sometimes he has two kings and we're we're screwed. We're screwed anyway. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Like, I, I really think we're supposed to bet this. Well, there are some things that could be a little different than just considering range versus range. Yeah. Now, all we know is that Carson three bet with five high here, but right. if he's been three betting, at least with some frequency, Jaffe may understand enough about this guy to know, okay, he can't help himself but take a shot on the turn if I check back. Right. And he has a lot of bluffs here. Right. In that case, checking makes sense. Okay, you're right. We can check, but then we have to understand that we're inducing and all the things that come with it because there can be scary cards that come, although we have a monster right now. Yeah. But, but scary cards can come. I and mean, a king is a really bad card. A king is a really, really bad card. Yeah. But if we're checking back specifically to induce, we just have to like, you know, play that way. Well, sure. That can be <laughs> that can be plan A, but of yeah. course plans can change based on runouts and sizings of and course, everything. Of course. But I I yeah, you we have to really believe this kid's got a lot of air in his range right now and is giving up, which is yeah. I guess maybe we've seen that and we would know that as Jaffe. But yeah, otherwise I think this is a pretty straightforward bet. Yeah, range versus range, it should be. Now, against a complete amateur who is, like, scared checking That's different. here, then I think we should check back, yeah. probably, because they're betting all their kings. They're betting their pocket aces. You they're know? probably betting their jacks, because they yeah. don't know what else to do with them. Right. They bet once, and then they check the turn and don't know what to do. Yeah, right? so you have to, like, give them some rope, as they say, right. if, if it's a complete stone amateur. But we don't think Carson is that guy. Correct. Um, either way, Jaffe does check. It seems suboptimal range versus range, but if he knows Carson is light a lot of the time... It's going to be hard for Carson not to take a shot on the turn if mm-hmm. like the board is favorable by then still once Jaffe's checked. I mean, Jaffe, when he checks, could have like two sevens and things like Easily. that. Easily. He could have ace jack. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of things he can have. It's fine. Yeah. All right. So before we get to the turn, nobody put any money in the pot. You know yeah. what? That's that's silly. It's not really. But you know what isn't silly? <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I have a guess, but go ahead and tell it's us. It's a nitrogen sports poker. Room. Oh, okay. It's not silly. You play, you play for, for, you, just, for, you always lead into the nitro ads. Yeah, actually, all the ads, you always lead, da, 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 but you know what isn't, da, da, yeah. da, da. that's you every time. Well, maybe you could try leading into some of them. You know, I was going to, but you, you, you got, you beat I can never trust that you're going to remember. So I, gotta, I was thinking about it the whole time we were doing the fob. I'm like, oh, we, uh, we haven't done the ad. Let's not forget to do the ad. Maybe we'll do them both at the same time this time. I was thinking all that. Well, we're going to do the nitro ad right now. Yeah. Oh, should we do it now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me lead into it. All right. <laughs> you know what isn't silly, Grant? What? <laughs> Nitrogen Sports Poker Room, buddy. What's not silly about it? The fact that it's a Bitcoin-only poker site is pretty sweet. And not only that, they've got some new cool regulations about withdrawing, which is even better than it was before, Grant. What? It got better? Yeah, it got better. So it used to be, um, first of all, because it's Bitcoin-only, it's super fast to both withdraw you Get your money deposit. in like 10 to 20 minutes. It's super awesome. And they had a pretty great... Uh, rule is a rule of the word guideline law i don't know policy policy policy. is the one yeah um where every two weeks you could withdraw for free and that's pretty great because bitcoin sometimes costs a lot of money withdraw yep not lately though and as a result they've changed it around a little bit where it's still every two weeks it's free if you want to withdraw more than that it only costs one tenth of a millibit which these days is about 70 cents no matter how much you want to withdraw so 
You can withdraw a whole lot. Still pretty great. Yeah. Sounds like a good deal. Also, a good deal is that if you use the link in the description of this podcast, you get to play with the poker guys in our monthly tournament. We just, in the time that we're recording yes. this podcast, finished ours yesterday. I won it. No I big deal. I came in third. We, we, two, we got two of the three moneyed places. Yeah. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, it's just because sometimes when you play with the poker guys, you kind of get burned. That's just how it is, people. <laughs> Sorry, buddies. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you want to get owned by us, then go ahead and click the link in the description and you get to play yeah. in the next very cheap buy-in, very big overlay tournament. To be clear, so we spent a tenth of a little bit to yeah. buy in, as did everyone else. There were 22 of us, I think. We all put in 70 cents, and there was... Uh how much my $700 in the prize pool? 100 millibits in the prize pool. $700. I won I won $350. Right, I won whatever, 20 millibits which is $140. I mean, there I mean, think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Get think in there. There was like $20 actually put in and yeah. there was $700 in the prize pool. It's insane. You got to get in there. It's crazy not to get in there. They're giving it away. They really are. Yeah. And you do have to beat a poker guy or two, but yep. you know, just gamble it up with us, man. It's yeah, fine. just play high variance. You'll be fine. Sometimes that works. Yeah, sometimes it does. Anyway, anyway it didn't last time, though. Am I right? You guys got owned. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> Double poker guy ownage, too. That's brutal. Uh, you got third, which is about right, you know. I know you feel that way. <laughs> it's about right. <laughs> I think you feel that way. You're feeling a little sad now. I know. It's been a tough, tough time for me lately. <laughs> no, anyway, moving on. <laughs> we have still 25,200 chips in the pot. The King 10, 10 rainbow flop. Yeah. Uh, Somehow it checked through. Carson checked his five high with four five. Jaffe checked his queen 10 for trips. There is a club on the flop, which matters because the turn is the ace of clubs. Yes. So brings the, the second club. The ace of clubs is a very interesting card for a lot of reasons. Yes. Bring a second club. Queen Jack now makes a straight. Mm. Um, and all, aces are all over both of these guys ranges. Yep. All the things. Yeah. Especially after it went check, check. Yep. So now Carson's thinking, okay, I have a lot of aces in my range, at least, right? Like, yeah, and I, I, and I have all the other things that were pretty good in my range that I didn't bet last right. time. Also, like I have, I have ace king, and I have queens, and I have jacks, and I could reasonably bet those. I actually wouldn't no, bet queens, queens and jacks. And jacks we can't bet those. Sorry, no. I take it back. Um, but you can bet all the aces, and there are actually even the bad aces. You could have like ace four, yeah, and be like. I sort of want to check, but I sort of, I mean, whatever. We're chopping a lot if he has an ace anyway. The right. The doesn't matter. Like Carson's preflop value range and preflop bluff ranges uh, both kind of hit this board because he might choose against Jeff, who's opening a ton, ace X suited hands as three bets out of the big blind sometimes. Yeah, I mean, or I think ace off. Yeah. Ace X off is even more of a yeah. candidate, really, because it flops a little so bit. So now worse. his value has expanded from his preflop value to right. include other hands that were his preflop bluffing hands. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty good card for him to bet. Although he has to expect that Jaffe has plenty of ace highs in his range as well. But, but Jaffe, if he has two sevens and checked it back, is just going to have to give up now. Yeah. Like this is a horrific board for a lot of Jaffe's checkback range, even though it's, it's not bad for it. Jaffe can have some things, but he doesn't have jacks almost ever. He doesn't have Queens almost ever. He doesn't have ace King almost ever. Like there's a lot of things he doesn't have that we can wipe out of Jaffe's range that we can't wipe out of Carson's range. I mean, uh, Jaffe has a range he has more tens in his range. He has yes. more trips in his range, yes. but Carson has more full houses in his range because he has yeah. all six combos of aces and kings. Absolutely. And I think they both have ace 10 in their range and king 10 in their range. Maybe uh, not king 10 for Carson. I don't think... You were saying you didn't think Carson was going to be depolarized, so then he yeah. won't have ace 10 in his you're range. You're right. You're right. Maybe not. Okay. You're right. But Jaffe does have ace 10 in his range. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, Carson's going to bet. Yeah. Can't help himself. I don't blame I understand him. why it's an ace. It's, it's fine. A good card to bet. He bets small, which I think I like because like what you're saying, if Jaffe has an ace, 
here, if he has ace eight or ace jack or something like that, he's not going to fold unless the bet is enormous. There's no way he's folding. Yeah. And maybe if we bet 50K into 25K, he's going to consider it. Yes. That's yeah. when he has to start to think about it. Right. But, but, but I but think a, like betting small and betting two thirds pot is going to achieve the same results against I agree. the same hands. Like Jeffy's not going to peel with sevens for a small bet anyway. No, he's folding for any bet. Right. With those hands. And if he's got a king and somehow checked it back, which you wouldn't really expect, but if he did, then you figure he's calling for, you're just probably calling either way at least once, you know? Yeah. So I really like the way Carson's playing this hand so far, yeah. except for the preflop three bet. I don't yeah. think I love that. Yeah. So maybe he just puts himself in high variance spots a lot and knows how to deal with those. And I prefer not to put myself in those spots. Maybe that's what's going on here. Maybe. Maybe. Um, anyway, he bets 7,400 into 25,200. That is tiny. I like the sizing. So small. I mean, Jeffy's folding two nines, right? Yeah. So it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, he's going to call with his king, queen, and king jacks, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, but that's fine. Yep. Jeffy, of course, can't fold. Jeffy has a huge hand. He's got a straight draw and trip tens. Yeah. And he's got to believe he rates to have the best hand. Do you think he should call or raise? I think he should call. I think you are correct. Why do you think he should call? I think that most of the time, if Carson has an ace, he's going to fold if we raise. Mm -hmm. So that's not good. No. We want to try to get a little bit more value out of an ace if we can. Agreed. Uh, The reason to raise potentially, there's one thing in my mind, is the flush draw that came in. Exactly. And if Carson has a bunch of three bets, he has some random club combos in there. We might want to charge the clubs. We might, but often the clubs are going to barrel the river anyway, you would think, on this board, you know, if they miss. So they might charge themselves, which is kind of cool. True. And then we don't get ourselves in game theory disaster spots besides that. Yeah. It's possible the clubs will not, but he bets so small on the turn, clubs would have to believe they have a chance to barrel us off on the river. Right. You know, yeah. even, if, even if we call. So I kind of, if we bet bigger, then I would then I would wonder that a little bit. But I would think... You know, it's so easy. Like, we can call with a king here really easily when he bets this much. Yeah. Yeah. But interestingly enough for Jeffy, I think a king is the bottom of his range because he doesn't really have jacks yeah. or queens in his range. Like, I mean, neither guy has jacks or queens in their range. Right. So Jeffy has, like, like king nine, king eight suited maybe is the, the bottom of Jeffy's range here. Yeah, that sounds about if right. If he decides to continue in the hand, that yeah. is. Um, and he does. He calls. I think there's not too much more to say about that. You kind of just have to just call here. I agree. Even though it sucks that you're letting him get away with the sizing. He's going to fold an ace most of the time if we raise. Yeah. Maybe he'll call with ace with Broadway draws. Maybe. Maybe. But it's still a bad spot. Yeah. It's still a bad spot for sure. Also, you know, what isn't a bad spot? <laughs> it's dash digital cash. Oh, that's what's not a bad spot. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, you want me to tell you about how it's not a bad spot? Well, I will. You, you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to say that on this podcast. Oh, well, it's been said anyway. Okay. So call the call the cops. I don't care. All right. They're um, on their way. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Dash Digital Cash. It's a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, but not like Bitcoin, Grant. Because it's lightning fast. So when I say lightning fast, I mean like, pachoo, 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 so crazy fast. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Let me help I'm you out here. I'm killing this. Well, let me help you let out here. Let me finish. One to four <laughs> seconds is what he means. If I if I want to send Jonathan some Dash Digital Cash from my Dash Wallet to his, which you can get the Dash Wallet on your phone, and it's free, and it's a small download to hold your Dash. Uh, we have a video 
showing me sending Jonathan Dash from phone to phone. I believe it's me showing sending you. Oh, whatever Dash. it is, it's Lying. crazy. It's crazy how fast it is. Yeah, it, it is. They say one to four seconds. It feels like it happens as quickly as I press the button. Yeah, it's like ding. Yeah, it happens so quickly, and it costs less than a penny, by the way. Yeah, to send as much as you want, by and, the way. And I sent. It was sent. We probably sent like twenty bucks back and forth for the video. But I don't even know. Could have been ten million dollars, and it would be the same transaction fee and same transaction time. Yeah, no matter how much. Yeah. Still is that fast and that cheap. It's really quite extraordinary. It's also got some other cool things about it. One thing is called private send, where you can send in such a way that is completely untraceable and untrackable, which is pretty cool. One of the benefits of cryptocurrency in general, but Dash really nails it. Um, Also, they have instant send, which handles the double spend problem, which is something that merchants are worried about with crypto. And Dash has a way to fix that, and that is just using Instant Send, which is also super fast and super cheap. Yeah, and if you want to hear a little bit more about it, we made a video about yeah. cryptocurrency and more specifically about Dash. It's in the description. Check that out as well. Yep, do that. All right, learn some things. Let's learn some things about this river here. Okay. We got 40K in the pot. Jeffy's got trip 10s on the Ace King 1010 Club board, and Carson has five high for drawing dead since the flop. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. 40K in the pot. The river is an interesting one. You'd, you'd have to imagine it was going to be an interesting river, or else how could this be a breakdown hand? How could it? It is the Jack of Clubs. That's an interesting river. Super interesting because Jaffe makes a straight, mm-hmm. the obvious straight that's on the board, but the clubs come in. Yeah. So things got a little weird. So it's King 10 10 Ace Jack with three clubs. All right. First question. Yeah. Is this a good bluffing card for Carson? Is it? I I don't think it is actually a great bluffing card for Carson. Let me tell you why. Okay. What hands do we have that we would be betting here? Okay, we can have full houses. We can have Ace Ace and King King and be betting here for value for sure. Yep. We can also have clubs. We bet small in the turn. Like we could we, easily have. We have to have baby clubs that we were three betting light with. Yeah, which is clearly possible. It's possible, but, but it's I'm hard just saying to, that's that's what we're down. It's to. hard. It's hard to assign like a number of combos to that. But yeah. It, is possible. But there aren't very many other club combos. Like, we can't have the normal club combos that we might put. They're all on the board already. Yeah, the problem is the ace of clubs and the king of clubs are both on the board. Right. That's yeah. a problem. Here's another problem. The only queen we can really have is ace-queen. That's it. Yeah. That's problematic for this whole straight thing that well, we I might think, be repping as well. I think I don't think we're repping straights when we bet. I think we're more yeah. repping flushes and full houses. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think really we can rep a few flushes, but really we're repping full houses. We're really repping ace-ace, right? And king-king. Yeah, it feels like we mostly are. Um, of course, if Carson has like a super wide three-betting range, he might have some 10x full houses in his hand too, but yeah. we don't expect that necessarily. Right, right. But he, he's clearly capable of having that, I think. Um, so I, th- I think another problem for us as Carson is that Jaffe could have easily just made a flush, oh, having yeah. played it as he did. Like Jaffe could have eight nine of clubs, no problem. Jeffy could have a lot of things, but Jeffy also can have like a two pair hand, which just is going to hate this river so much and just feel like it can't right. call. So when Carson bets, which he does decide to bet, mm-hmm. I I think he's mostly targeting aces, which Jeffy has a lot of those in his range. Yeah. To be fair to Carson, I agree. Jeffy has like a ton of them in his range. Yeah, so that's a good thing to target. Jeffy has like a six suited and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I agree. Lots and lots of stuff just like that. Um, I don't think he's targeting a, the straight that Jaffe has. Right. Because that seems like a bad idea. Um, 
And I don't even know if he's really, I don't think he's targeting trips. I don't think he puts Jaffe on trips. There's no reason to think Jaffe has trips here. Um, but I don't think he'd even target trips just because like, eh, it may work out, it may not. But Jaffe's a really good player and he may, you know, not just fold because you bet and the board's scary, you know, when he has a good hand. So I don't think he would target trips either. But I agree, targeting an ace or even aces up, very reasonable. Yeah. And also the most likely holdings. Yeah. So Carson does it. He bets 28K into 40K. Mm-hmm. This I, should work against a lot of Jaffe's range here. I think he's, uh, I think he's got a flusher better here uh, for value. I think that's fair. Maybe he can have a straight. He might be, he might be betting a straight for value because he wouldn't want trip tens to check back or something. But it's hard to get value even out of trip tens. Jaffe doesn't have that many trip tens in his range, having played it the way he has. I mean, uh, we say that, but he did check back trip tens. Maybe he does have all the trip tens. He, maybe he range. does, but I don't know. know. If, I don't know if we expect that. No, I wouldn't expect that. Yeah, I wouldn't expect that at all. All right, so now Jaffe's got a decision, mm-hmm. and it's kind of crappy, you know. Like you improved in name to a straight, but I know. you don't like the improvement. You much would much rather the deuce of spades come off, and you still have trip tens, you know. Mm-hmm. Then it's a pretty easy call, I think. Right, because now we're only losing the full houses. Yeah, the big, the big full houses. All right, so it's this is one of those spots where it's so hard to do the combos because the yeah. bluffs are just the bluffs. It's incredibly hard. We can do the value combos, but. Yeah. And we can't even do that so well because right. we don't know how many clubs there are. We don't know how many clubs there are. We don't know um, if we're sitting there as Jaffe, if we believe that Carson is really checking Kings full and aces on the flop or not. He might be checking Kings full makes more sense than checking aces in my mind, but I could see him checking both. Um, it's just, it's just hard to know what Jaffe thinks about all that. Um, but if we're just sitting there and we don't know anything, we could say, okay, let's give him all the combos of it. Let's say he just checks aces because he's checking that board no matter what, and King's Full is crushing the board, and he wants to check too and give him some rope, and fine, he's checking everything. Yeah, right. I, th- I thought of something that should scare us as Jaffe. Oh, good. Jaffe has a lot more queens in his range than Carson has in his. Yeah. That should scare us that Carson doesn't mind that. Like he's targeting. Yeah. It, honestly, it looks like he doesn't, he doesn't care that it's a flush or a straight. He's betting yeah. anyway. It does feel like aces full. Yeah, it, it does. does. It very much does. It does. Um, here's the other side of that, though. Remember on the flop when we had trip tens as Jonathan Jaffe, and we thought, oh, I should check here because this guy, this guy in particular, he's got a lot of bluffs. He's got a lot of wide stuff here. Sure, yeah. Like, if I thought he had a showdownable good hand, I would bet, but I don't think he has a hand like that very often, you know? I got to give him a chance to bluff me. You know, that's, we sort of, we sort of created this spot a little bit, too. And it's a little hard now as Jaffe to figure out What's real and what isn't? Because we sort of engineered this potentially, but potentially the guy just has a monster hand. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's fair. Although, I don't know. What would Carson do with Jax if Jaffe just bets the flop? Would he check call with yeah. Jax or just give up? He'd check call for sure. Yeah, probably. Jonathan Jaffe, you can't fold Jax yeah. when he bets. That's true. You probably have to call twice. Maybe. You got to strongly consider calling again, I think. You could decide to fold the turn, but strongly consider calling twice. For sure, you're calling once. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. As Jaffe, I totally understand why he's not just calling and closing his eyes right now, just right away, because... Yeah, no, I agree. It's, it's not, this is nowhere close to automatic. Based on the range versus range check on the flop, I think Carson is doing a pretty good job representing a big hand. Okay. I agree with you. Especially ace is full, actually. I think that makes the most sense due to his turn sizing. Right. His turn sizing does a, accomplishes a couple things. He gets to rep aces full pretty well because it looks like, well, he can't really call much more than this with yeah. almost anything because I have the board so destroyed. Yeah. 
Also, he might size the turn like that with a flush draw. Mm-hmm. And now the flush comes in. And he's, of course, going to go for value with a flush. Yeah, he'd bet a flush. Yeah. So that's scary when you're sitting there as Jonathan Jaffe. Yep. Now, if you're, it's an interesting thing, too. So, like, you're Jaffe. Let's say you're not sure what to do. And the, I agree. Counting combos feels almost impossible. I don't know how many club combos this guy has. If he has a lot of club combos, that means he has a lot of other weird air combos. I don't know how to decide what how, what the bluffs to value ratio is. Maybe we can try and do it, but I don't know how. Um, so then, I forgot where I was going. You're really going to go with the distribution there. argument? Yeah, that's, no, no, I wasn't going to go with it. I was going to say the distribution argument is not as clear cut as I think it normally would be. No, because as Jaffe, we can say, "Well, I have a straight, and that's really good." However, actually, as Jaffe, we've got a lot of better hands. Yeah, I was. I thought you were going to go with the distribution argument, no. and I was going to slap you down. I was no. going to. I was going to say, "No, Levy, a straight's not that high in our distribution." Yeah, Levy, no, 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 I'm all over it, buddy. Like we have Jack Ten. For sure. Like, Jaffe has all of the full houses that are 10x in his range for sure. We actually have Jack... Jack no, we don't really have Jack Jack no, very often. We don't. We have Jack 10. We have all the full house. So we've got Ace 10, Jack 10, King 10. Yeah. For so sure. So we've got all those. Plus, then we have, like, a buttload of club combos. The only thing about club combos is we might bet some of those on the flop. Because that's range is that's good for our range, bad for his, and a club combo usually doesn't have any real equity in our mind except some backdoor equity. So actually, I don't know how many club combos we have or not. Maybe I'm not sure that we would check back too many club combos. We might though. We might decide to, but normally we'd bet those, don't you think? I don't know. We flopped the nut flush draw. We're not going to bet it. We're just going to let this guy. We're just going to check it right back when this is a better range for our better board for us. There's than not. For him. There's no flush draw on the flop. The flush two clubs on the, on the flop. No. One club on the flop? Yeah. One club on the flop. Okay. So then we have just the back door. Yeah. Right. That's what I was saying. I got caught up in that. You're right. Um, I think we have plenty of club combos this Jack. Okay. Yeah. We can have some club combos. And we, we're just like, eh, I don't want to mess around. Yeah. But wouldn't Jaffe mostly be bet? Maybe not. If he checks his strength, maybe he checks some weakness too. Yeah. I assume he's going to bet most of his weakness though. When the I, guy checks yeah. him in a range versus range spot like this on that board on the flop. I assume so. It seems right, but maybe I'm wrong. But I but I would think so pretty strongly. He's got at least some club combos. Okay, fine. It puts a queen at a relatively middling point in our distribution. Okay. Because we also have one pair of hands with aces and some with kings, but not many anymore because often they're king queen. Um, so it's just king jack, really. We also king, we have king. some trip tens, but not too much. We have eight, ten, and nine, ten. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much everything, right? That that made it this far. Yeah, so we're like a bit more than halfway up our distribution, probably. Okay, it's a little hard to know, but sure. Yeah, it's hard to know, for yeah. sure. So it's not like an incredible distribution argument time. Right, I agree. So this is a tough spot, then. <laughs> it's just a really tough spot. It's a really tough spot. I mean, the thing I keep coming back to is, and I don't know if it's enough, is on the flop, we didn't bet. Yeah. Because we thought the kid has got so much air, and we want to give him a chance to bluff. Right. Here we are. Guess what? It completely worked. And are we just going to... Th- By the way, we do have the Queen of Clubs in our hand. No, we do not. Y- yes, we do. Nope. We have the Ten of Clubs in our hand? Yep. I really thought it was the Queen of Clubs. Nope. Okay. We have a club in our hand. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. That blocks That blocks a little bit of clubs. A little bit. Um, but yeah, it doesn't really help that much. Helps a little. Cuts down some club combos. So what do you think ultimately we should make this decision based on? History? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what else. I don't know what else to do. Uh, 28,000. I mean, the good news is if we call and lose, we still have a lot of chips. Yeah. 
but it's a significant bet. It's a big bet. Yeah. It's a big bet. It's um, like a 24 blind bet. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, it's just so hard to know because we've seen this guy play one hand. You and me, I mean. Jackie's yeah. been playing with him for a while. If I feel like this guy has some like, you know, go for itness in him, I think it's going to be a little hard to fold. I think it's hard to fold if he has some go for itness. I agree. I think I'm going to make the decision to fold. Yeah. And I think I'm going to base that on Carson not minding that the runout should be terrifying for him to try to bluff mm. at. It's like not only does Jaffe have more queens in his range, let's think about it from a further away perspective as Carson. Okay. Like, should I bluff or not? This is not a board that most people feel like I can bluff here. This is a great spot to bluff. It's really not. When you get called on the turn mm-hmm. and all the wet, the wetness comes in on the turn, you get called yeah. there. Then the river in- increases the wetness and you're like, I'm still bluffing. This guy has all these hands in his range that are awesome. <laughs> I'm going to bluff anyway. Well, I mean, I hear you, but you know, when you have a really, really bad hand and you feel like there are parts of this, this guy's range, you can definitely get to fold, which you can. We've yeah. already, we talked about that, right? Like ace, ace but you're not going to try every like time. Um, you're not going to try every time. So the question, I mean, also he sizes it pretty interesting, right? It's 28 to win 40. Yeah. Right. So he doesn't have to have it get through that often, but that's not how people think all the time. Really? In- well, we're, we're talking about optimal play. Yeah. And we're talking about Jonathan Jaffe, by the way, who should be thinking this way. Right, right, but like we, I don't know if we can assign Carson thinking that way in this moment right now. Maybe he is. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know either. I don't know either, but it's hard, I get, it's hard to know. But he's betting in such a way that we don't have to be right super often, which is nice for us, right? Yes. It's 28 into 68, whatever that percent. So it's like 42% or something like that we have to be right to break even, something like that. So... That's that's where the question becomes. Um, right. I mean... 40%? Something like 40%. It feels like a fold. It just feels like a fold to me. It feels like he's got a super strong It hand. really feels like he has it. Yeah. I don't disagree. Um, if he bets small, I guess we can just call because we think we're chopping sometimes and maybe... I don't know. I mean, what if he bets 10000 on the river? Well... Well, 10000 is really small. That's a pretty good that's, price. That's a little too small. Uh, what if he bets uh, 16000 on the river? Yeah, I don't Same know. Same problem, right? I think it's a good sizing by Carson, by the way, to bet 28K because he's saying, I'm not afraid of all of that strong yeah. stuff that came in. I want to make sure I get it the most out of that. Right. No, I agree. It's saying, yeah, I have it. Yeah. I really have it. You're just going to be forced to pay me off with certain hands. Yeah. And that's what Jaffe's, that's how Jaffe's reading it for sure, right? Right. Because he decides to fold. He does decide to fold. And I don't think Carson was intending to fold out a queen, although I no still way. think it's a good fold with a queen. Honestly, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was just intending to fold out aces and kings. Yeah. But, you know, he got to fold a queen out as well. I mean, this is, you know, when you have five high, sometimes, you know, you get to be really brave. Because yeah. Because you have <laughs> yeah. five high anyway. And he's like, I already tried that giving up thing on the flop. It didn't work out. Yep. So now I'm forced to do other things. And uh, yeah, Jonathan Jaffe loses the hand, but I think he played it fine. I think it was fine to fold. I'm still not sure about the whole flop, how the flop play plays into this, though. Yeah, I agree. If we think this guy is like really aggressive and going to take shots and is really wide, I don't know. I didn't think like maybe we're not supposed to fold. I don't, I'm really not sure what to do. Neither still, am I. I'm still really not, not clear on Neither am I. What, the, what the right answer is. I will say that Jonathan Jaffe's really good and folds here and 
that is a reason to think maybe it's right. Maybe folding is correct. Uh, I lean towards the fold. Yeah. I think Carson played it well, by the way. I like the way Carson played it. Mm-hmm. Except for the pre-flop decision to three bet. Seems like a little spewy. Yeah. But other than I, that, I like everything I he did. Spewy. Um, yeah, I like it too. I like it too. It sucks to bet 7,000 on the turn, have the guy call, and then you're like, okay. Yeah. And then that card comes like, okay, I'm just going to load it up here and sit back and see what happens. Yep. You're like, I hope you have ace eight, Jonathan Jeffy, and yeah. also that you fold ace eight. Right. Also still fold ace eight. Yeah. Please. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> well, it did. So yeah. good job to uh, Russell Carson. Yeah. It worked out. Yeah. Congratulations. You won a hand on day two of the PCA. Yeah. You win nothing for that. <laughs> you go home. With nothing. Very good. Thank you. And that's true of all of you as well. Um, they might already be home. Yeah, well, if you're at home, you get nothing more. The podcast is over. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.